The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the one podcast where we laugh at our own jokes invite others to listen in and always claim that a wizard did it if no other answer works uh we're very smart people we can figure this out this is episode number 217 and i'm your host x and joining me once again are my co-hosts deep breath kyle steenblick and felicia antwistle welcome back you two hello (laughs) what have you two been up to lately anything interesting going on in your lives Oh no! Nothing interesting this week at all. No, well, I mean, we, no. we will well, we will get to aside that. Aside from aside from the obvious, aside I mean, from the absolute like existential nightmare of being a woman. Um, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, and all the guys acting like what? Really? This is the first I've heard of this. This is a thing. <laughs> I just don't even need to deal with it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will deal with it tonight because I need to. Um, oh, yeah, because anyway, we, we have oh, to mock oh, we'll the people that are defending this guy. I don't need to deal with the questions about it, basically. Oh, like, yeah. anywho, anywho, or what there. Other than that, um, I had to take my cat to be a vet for an emergency. <laughs> that was neat. He wasn't peeing. And um, I don't know if people know this, but that's an important bodily function. <laughs> and, um, so I had the interesting experience of uh, the vet, a super good vet. They're not paying me. Uh, Cottonwood uh, in uh, in Utah, Cottonwood Animal Hospital at 62-ish hundred south and 1300 east. They were phenomenal. And so the vet even didn't make me put him on the examining table. She got on the floor with my cat next to my feet to look at his penis. <laughs> good news. Like wow, that do. is service yeah. for you right there. Yep. Wow. Me... Yep. Good news. It wasn't inflamed. So uh, he he had stress. He had a stress condition cats get where if they get stressed out, and apparently cats can just get stressed out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm super stressed, you. y'all. I'm super yeah. stressed. Tell your so, tell your cat to stop watching the news. Right? <laughs> and so He's I, gonna do what to puzzles? <laughs> <laughs> My poor baby. Um so he uh, this is this is Podcat Orzo. So he uh he had a stress condition where his, his urethra tensed up and he couldn't he couldn't get pee out very yep. easily. You gotta so narrow he's... urethra. <laughs> so, so he uh, he's on pain meds and he got super hydration. And this morning he peed like a champ. I watched him pee in the litter box and he didn't even didn't even struggle. He peed like a champ. So cat's good. That's good. Kyle, anything to match the uh, the the pussy that won't pee? I don't have anything to match. Um, Oscar season is upon us, so films are screening at odd times. Although I did see a Star Is Born. Oh, was it was it okay? It was pretty good. 
It was pretty damn good. Bradley Cooper or Gaga? Who who walked away with it? Who was oh, the better? Oh, well, I mean, they were both. Bradley Cooper is an amazing actor. I, it, there's no doubt yeah. about Bradley Cooper being an amazing actor, and and he he put everything into it. Uh, the surprise and, there was Lady Gaga, who uh, I love her. She's she's <laughs> like she's like today's Streisand. I don't care about she's the, the, the fucking the, good. There's all the people like for for years. There's that whole you know. I can't be made to be seen listening to pop music because somehow that's going to fuck with my masculinity kind of uh, thing. Fuck that, man. First two albums were amazing. No, she's a, she's an amazing Gaga. artist, but she's an amazing artist, but she's really she's a really fucking good actress. And she can sing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's There are, there's a lot that's really really good about this movie, but goddamn but it's if you don't know, it's a remake. Oh, I did not. Yeah, oh, no. It's a, it's, it's it's a the re- third remake. <laughs> it's like the fourth remake yeah. of this movie. But wow. they they did it in the 30s. They did it in the 40s. They did it in the 70s. And then now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, yeah, this is a big one. Like, the most recent was in the 70s with Streisand. Streisand, yep. Yeah. Um, the big song and then that was Lovey they, and Rose, yeah. Yeah, and then do they do a version uh, of that in this one or no? No, probably, probably not. No. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I need to go back and look at it, but <laughs> it's it was good, That's but good. it's not a it's not exactly what you would call a a very you know walk away from it feeling good about everything movie. <laughs> God damn it, I need more movies where I can walk away from it feeling good. That's why I like my it's, Marvel movies. <laughs> Except for Infinity it's a, War. It's Jesus a, Christ. It's a walk it's a walk away going, oh, that was that was a movie. And I That's why I love Jumanji, and I'm just gonna keep recommending the new Jumanji. I, I finally actually sat down and watched that with my kids a couple of weeks ago. And that was a lot of fun. I It's I, a lot I of fun. It was it's a lot of fun. <laughs> they it, need it, to do there there need to be more movies where they actually let what do let Dwayne Johnson be funny? I'm I'm just happy I got to sneak in a couple of dick jokes with my kids watching. I was just that was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. let's see. What about me? What have I been up to? Uh, yeah. I talked with you guys about it a little bit online, and I'm and I have to parse this just the right way so I don't let let too let my cards tip too much because I'm a very guarded person. What my real life is, you know, especially on the show. I mean, I talk about family stuff all the time. No big deal there. But work stuff, I have to keep that pretty fucking segregated. And unfortunately, my boss the other day asked me about the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. And he's like, I've been watching all the stuff going on. It's been a real circus. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's been a circus. It's been interesting. And he's like, yeah, his life is just ruined. That lady just ruined his life. And I was just, I... I'm at a career juncture right now where any kind of me moving up beyond where I'm at, and I've got a good 20-something years until I, have, until I can retire, if I continue to do that job for the rest of my life kind of thing. I am still so new at this position and of what I do that I cannot make any waves. So even if I disagree wholeheartedly with what my boss was saying, whatever bullshit he was spewing, I had to sit there and smile and just take it and just 
offer non-opinions about things. And so when it fi- I finally got to a point where I couldn't take him talking about this shit anymore, I'm like, well, you know, if I was a guilty party or someone said that I had done something, there's no rock I wouldn't turn over to prove my innocence. And so I think the FBI getting involved is going to be a good thing. He's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, she's a uh, she's she didn't have any. She doesn't know how she got home that night. She doesn't know this. And I'm like, yeah, that's the crazy thing about trauma. Is that you'll remember certain how- things mm, and you'll okay. you'll not know a lot. So I was I. I tried my best to to stand up as much as I could, but unfortunately, I can't be the ally I want to be at my job. I, at my job, mm-hmm. I can't I mm-hmm. can't be the social mm-hmm. justice warrior I'd like to be. Yeah, and okay. I know there's gonna be a lot of people. Like, oh, you fucking sell out. Oh, you're terrible, kind of thing. No, I have no, to feed my there's family. There's a difference. There's there's a difference when you're when you're at the job, yeah. uh, especially especially where we work. There's a lot of tongue biting. Like you have to make well, it's well, and it's even beyond capitalism. It's capitalism plus politics. No, no, that's no, where no, we. No, that's no, where no, we that's are. My point. My, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. But under yeah. capitalism, you guys don't have any protections or choice in yeah. really how you do this because uh, your only access to resources uh, to live are predicated on these things. And yeah, because I, we have no sa- if safety net. Wants, <laughs> if anyone wants to make sure, Felicia did check. Like, you sure? You sure you couldn't have been a better ally? You yeah. sure? And um, I, I believe him that he couldn't have been. Um, oh, okay, but I really got to say this. I was raped, and um, I, a long time the show, will remember that I didn't consider it rape until these guys were like, yeah, Felicia, that was rape. Um, because uh, we've had I, a long history on this show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was, I was, and it wasn't particularly traumatic for me. That is not speaking about anyone else's experience or trauma yeah. level or anything like that. I, I have been extremely traumatized by other things in my life. Uh, again, other close listeners will notice. Close. I mean, I have PTSD. Uh, and uh, but that wasn't from that. It, <laughs> that that didn't do it. It, it was kind of like just like a ah, shitty thing that happened. That does not judge anyone else's experience, okay? Yeah. Or reaction. People have different reactions to different things. Um, and they're still just as valid, and I still was just as raped. <laughs> so, you know, neat. Uh, I don't <laughs> remember how I got home either. I don't. I realized listening to her story, I have no idea how I got home. Because that's how trauma works. I yeah. remember and, being home, and I remember a friend of mine was passing by my window, and I tended to like hang out my window and keep the light. I was a, I've always been a late night person. Hey, um, folks! Next time something traumatic happens to you, I want to see how well you remember things. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say is that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember what happened, and I remember yeah. who did it to me, but I don't remember a lot of side details to yeah. it. It's it's really quite bizarre. Um, I, and I remember this friend was going past my window and he's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not good. And I went out, my mom was asleep. She has no idea this happened. Um, and I went out and I talked to him and, um, him and I are still friends to this day, by the way. Um, and I, I, I told him what happened and he was like, fuck. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was this super bizarre experience. I remember telling somebody about it, and I remember, 
I remember that it happened, and I remember telling him after it happened that he just raped me. I said it to his face. I don't remember anything between that moment and getting home. How crazy is that? Like, but that's to me, like when they're like, she doesn't remember how she got home. I'm like, you know, shit, she doesn't remember she just got how she just got home. None of yeah. those details matter in the long run. <laughs> yeah, the what matters is that she managed to escape and is alive and not. Oh my god, it's been a to- it's been a week, guys. It it's, really has yeah. been a fucking week. <laughs> it's been it's a hell been of a week. really yeah. shit week to be a woman. I'm uh, just gonna say well, yeah. it's been a bad week to be a woman. So it's, I it's I been, just it's been a, it's been a bad week. It's been a bad week to be anybody who has survived any kind of. Trauma, uh, <laughs> trauma in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexual trauma week, bad week. Yeah, but then also like, I feel like, um, and I and I don't, I'm not discounting any of the trauma men have been through. Right. But the misogyny, just like the the womanhoodness of it. Yeah. <laughs> has been real, real bad, you guys. <laughs> it's been real, real bad. Yeah. And I was not willing to face. Any possibility of confronting a conservative person today at all? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. it's just it's just harder because I have people in my life that this has definitely happened to and has affected them their yeah. entire fucking life, and in fact, yeah. affected my entire life with them. Mm-hmm. But people <laughs> did the same thing back then when she tried talking about it. Oh, this didn't happen. Yeah, You're going to ruin this person's life. This is not you remembering it differently. You know that kind told, of thing. Do you want to know why I never told? You know why? Why I didn't report. Hashtag why I didn't report. Um, because I had been consensually doing sexual things with him, but I had a limit. I said, I don't want to have sex, but I I. Consent. I'd been consenting up till a certain point, right? And I, yeah. I'd been clear on my boundaries, and I said, communicated all those things, and uh, he didn't care, and uh, just kind of whittled his way through those boundaries, and I still wasn't into it. And um, I, I was seventeen. I, I did not know how to assert myself because, like nowadays, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, but that, that. Not to say that I couldn't be raped now, because that's a terrifying reality that could still happen. <laughs> um, and I, but, and I'm giggling not because I'm think it's funny, but because like I have to giggle, otherwise yeah. I will fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, I knew if I reported it, my entire life would be under scrutiny, and I would be vilified. The fact that I'd had consensual sex before then, and every partner I'd had it with then would be analyzed and come out, like, every little tiny detail of my personal consensual experiences would be brought out, it would have been horrifying. Like, it would have been way more traumatizing to report it than the just shitty instance I lived with. Like, that's that's the fucking problem. Like they, I knew at seventeen that what was I gonna do? What was I gonna do? Like I had no proof. I had no proof. It wasn't brutal. He didn't. There was no bruises. There was no. There was no. There wasn't brutality involved. It wasn't assault. It was just a rape. It was coercive. It was coercive, is what he did. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I didn't report it then either, and like he still did it. 
it's still real. Oh, oh and there's going to be people who see this and they're going to be like, she's making it up. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. She was making, sure. Yeah, you're making it up. Just like I made no, up no. mine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, Roger I mean, made up his too. Yeah, the the I, and I'm gonna be aware to say here, like I've never been, I've never been sexually assaulted. I have been groped a couple of times, it, but it happens to, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't be this thing where I just put brush it aside and be like, oh, this just happens to everybody. <laughs> it shouldn't fucking be that way. I don't, don't want to think about my kids growing up and having something like this fucking happen to them because somebody goes. Oh, well, that's just how things are. That's just how boys are. That's what happens. And I've had a couple of close calls at school with my kids where, like, a kid forcefully kissed one of my girls or something like that. And it's like, that's not okay, guys. Like, oh, they're just kids. No, fuck you. Do not get to play the they're just kids thing. No, it's not. No. It's not ever okay. I've clearly already been, like, stress rubbing my chest. Like doing this yeah. like i'm already red and i'm like so yeah we're gonna go like, ahead and get to the we need to wrap this up because it's just doing nothing but yeah. bringing us down because sure. god damn it's been a week. Means, yeah yeah let's it's let's continue reliving week. let's continue reliving let's live that trauma that's fine. yeah <laughs> let's just keep reliving it Ooh, right. let's get into my abusive marriage next no <laughs> next. no <laughs> next time on let's, the trauma let's, podcast let's get into my parents assaulting each other let's get into <laughs> that one <laughs> maybe that's the next show all oh, trauma God. all the time we <laughs> just trauma. rehash <laughs> everything that's ever happened to us and oh, we slowly boy. get drunker and drunker How about <laughs> nope that's not what we're doing this is the Utah Outcasts and we'll be <laughs> right back Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution Podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show, such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. Like, 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 how do you prove I'm related to a chicken? I'm a multi-cell organism. If I'm not mistaken, I believe a chicken egg is considered one cell. If I'm not mistaken, one big giant cell. How do you prove I'm related to a chicken or I share a common ancestor with a chicken? What can I do right now in my house to prove that macro evolution is true? I remember a couple of weeks ago, I think it was Kyle and I, we were talking with the, we were talking about a Answers in Genesis video that they put out there where they were talking about the, some scientists had put out a theory oh. based on the fact of yes. being able to uncode a genetic mm-hmm. strain. They were able to put uh, the earliest known fossil would be sometime around like 4.2 billion years ago. Yeah, yeah, they 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 did some like that. Some... That's when life would show up on the planet because they yeah. managed to figure out. They managed to math the fuck out of the genome. Yeah, they they, they math. They did some like reverse engineering and re- backwards mathing of the genome, and yeah. And uh, come to find out, uh, the the answers in Genesis people were really fucking mad about this because they're like. Oh yeah, they're just gonna make up all these new theories, and they're just gonna be. Oh, it's not real. There's no way that sure. this could have possibly happened. They keep no moving things back. Yep. Oh, it's almost like 
Science keeps learning more. Okay, fine. Yeah, Whatever. That's what happened here because, I mean, and this isn't really new news. This came out in 2017, but this is the first time I've seen of this because after we did that thing, I wanted to research a little bit. Yeah, they have found the fossil evidence that we were talking about there. What? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. so they found a microscopic bacteria. I'm which... sorry. I just, I want to, I want to remark real quick. Um, the atheist, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the skeptic i guess would say this is how long life ago ex- uh, this is how long ago life existed and then um we 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 based on current evidence and then new evidence emerges and we go oh cool like our yep. entire world is shattered by this thing no and we're like then, cool we get to push it back you know? oh, cool wow weird. we're we're dialing it in that's amazing <laughs> yeah. um the 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 not skeptic and ah oh, that word is so tainted now. Thank you, YouTube skeptics, for making me feel bad about the word skeptic. Thank you, Mythcon. Um, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Uh, because like that's not what we should be using. Skeptic just means questioning. Like, Always searching, questioning. Yeah, yeah, searching, questioning. Uh, so the skeptic goes, oh, new evidence, evidence, nice, like evidence. Uh, oh, trans people exist. Neat. Um, <laughs> wait, this is a product of history. Neat. Uh, but the YouTube skeptic likes to go, uh-uh, I know all the things. Um, but yeah, so, okay, fine. As a skeptic TM, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a follow-up for that one. Skeptic TM, um, oh, neat, learned a new thing. Yeah. More science. The Christian goes, No! This threatens my worldview even more. <laughs> so the bacteria that they found are smaller than the width of a human hair. They were found in a rock formation in Quebec, Canada, and would have lived in the hot vents of a hundred and forty degree ocean which covered the earthly the early planet, it says here. Mm-hmm. The discovery is the strongest evidence yet that similar organisms could have also evolved on Mars because it had a hot period as well with liquid oceans, and so... Yeah! Uh, the team who made the finding at the University College London believe that looking for similar fossils on the Red Planet is the best chance of finding evidence of alien life. How exactly. Cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctrinal student uh, Matthew Dodd said, Early Mars and early Earth are very similar places, so we may expect to find life on both planets at that time. How cool! Oh my god! It's cool shit, but the, the new findings yeah. suggest that life could have formed as early as 4.5 billion years ago on Earth, just 100 million years after Earth formed. Like, okay, that was my question. Yeah. Right. Just 100 million? Like, weren't we just, like, a lava rock, basically, then? I know we had liquid oceans back then, but... To, to, a, cer- to a certain extent, yeah. After the huge period of bombardment, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. but it was still, it was stu- still, still super tumultuous, like... Yeah. Nope, yeah. Right. Right. Tumultuous. Right. Yeah. It there wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't hospitable to anything, anything other right. than than bacteria. Yeah, bacterial. Basically. Yeah. But uh, well, okay. I mean, we found bacterial life in like some of the most extreme existence. Oh yeah. Like existence on this planet. But I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah. But like, that's what's so fascinating, right? Like. Yeah. 
4.5 billion and like life was already existing here. Oh my yeah. god. Guys, the implications. The implications. Like that means <laughs> the implications. You know what the implications are? That life is not fucking special. No, <laughs> that it could like it exists everywhere, everywhere where there's yeah, water. Anywhere. Oh, but there okay, uh this is like a, <laughs> a tangent. Just like a slight like a um uh there's that 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 our understanding of life is not the only understanding of life. Like there's also possibilities oh, of yeah. flying. But that's uh, but 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 just our just our understanding, like basically anywhere there's liquid water, there's gonna be life. Holy shit, that's huge. It's not yeah. it's not even if it's hot water. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really hot water. Really hot. Hot shit. There could be bacteria everywhere. So yeah, we should probably not bring them here. No, go find this Probably link and not. Look, look up some of the stuff because it's a really interesting article. We, we're not going to get too much into right. the reads for it, but I just love the fact that we did a video where people from the creationist side of things were saying, oh, that's just science doing its thing where they're trying to claim it's this now. They're moving the goalpost. They keep moving it further back. No, and finding new things. That's and we found the thing right. that actually... <laughs> the crazy part about it is Science doesn't have goalposts. Well, yeah, it doesn't. And also, it just uh, is. there <laughs> is no end game with science. That's the way it is. is. Um, so uh, there was a study a few years back where they figured out how to transport objects faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Or photons. Photons. Excuse me. Uh, faster than the speed of light. And they did it twice, right? Uh, it's not been replicated since and there was problems in their study mm -hmm. uh at the time everyone was super excited right like oh my god we might have broken this thing we might have yeah, like the faster the light barrier you know? yeah yeah like the, the the thing the thing that we thought we could not break um it turns out it wasn't true uh <laughs> not that the scientists were lying it just right you know, no it was a it was a it was a mistake there was a it was an yeah, equipment it was malfunction yeah yeah, yeah it's a mistake yeah. um which is fine so we can both be excited about a uh, prospect and then also mm -hmm. change our minds later that's right. the thing about science is that it just kind of does just keep changing self-correcting right ah, <laughs> but the thing about theory is darling honey answers in genesis um mm -hmm. theory doesn't Theory doesn't mean hypothesis. No. <laughs> hypothesis and theory are different. Yeah. Theory means we're working on the idea itself, mm -hmm. but there is a undeniable truth underlying it. Undeniable scientific truth. Not a right. belief. Not a belief truth. Like right, right, live right. your truth. Not like that word of truth. But like Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, science doesn't like the word truth. It like a uh, verifiable, falsifiable evidence <laughs> evidence yeah so it likes right and wrong <laughs> right potentially completely disprove evolution and science would adjust to such a disapproval right. uh good fucking luck at this point <laughs> is what theory means theory is just the uh understanding of the concept the theory is mm -hmm. how we're developing our knowledge yeah. therein. yep uh, being yeah. being science-minded and skeptic-minded 
really fucks up me enjoying a lot of um uh Science like sci-fi a lot not even not even sci-fi but also even <laughs> but also even like um fantasy well, yeah because everything. like all of a sudden we step into this other world where magic's a thing and be like well can we bring some scientists over and find out why <laughs> you yeah. can do that there. there there should be a why and then yeah. the, sh the show i watched fucked up and they did magic here on earth and it's like okay well then you should be able to test verify and figure out why that happened <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. which and is kind of why harry potter was great because they had total like magic theory going yeah. on which is kind of great yeah like they I had still... like it was pretty great like jenny's the, still the... a shit character yeah what <laughs> oh, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, yeah she not her was. She was. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of comments about that last week, and I thought that was <laughs> like, oh hell no, you guys are not talking about Jenny Weasley like that. <laughs> she, I'm so, a fan of. Now? I'm a fan of Jenny. Okay, I like her actress, I like her. and I like her character in the movies. But she was the afterthought. You know, she was an afterthought. Hermione and Harry should have ended up together. Just like, just like how they came out with the new trailer for Fantastic Beasts, and we're going to end it on this one, where all of a sudden we need to have a backstory for someone's fucking snake. Really? Come on, JK. Come on. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Everybody's looking at my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Matt Powell has made a series of new videos, and uh, he somehow has dragged his lectern with him. In front of what looks like to be a cubicle farm of some office somewhere, I, I don't know. Wait, he has a mobile lectern? Uh, maybe, but it's like this uh, hardwood lectern thing. I mean, that going. wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. That seems like the kind of thing he would invest in. <laughs> it it yeah. seems like to me that like most Christian pastors, like this guy, would have like wheels underneath the whole thing so that they could like ride around town with it. Attach it to a Segway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one of the funniest bits i ever saw was tig you know tig the comedian yeah 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 she just pushed a chair across the stage it was fucking hilarious <laughs> so that's what i'm thinking of right now yeah. like him awkwardly pushing a leg turn around that's i'm gonna keep that in my brain and so on his official channel matt powell official with all of its 760 subscribers and 153 views as we're looking at this video I'm sorry, I don't mean to be that guy. People do that to us in comments all the time, but yeah, I just can't. I can't. I can't help but fucking laugh, though. I just have to laugh because this guy has made national news, and he hasn't been able to eke an existence out of YouTube. That, that's all I'm saying. You know, if we went national and we're like on Bill Maher, I would fully expect us to be, you know, have more in, more people checking us out, or you know, the the non sequitur show, or any of these other atheist podcasts out there. If they happen to have us as a guest, it'd be like, oh, hey. We managed to leech some of that audience away. If I if we go on Bill Maher, do I get to call him out as a right wing neo? Oh, Bill Maher! Yes, I've yes, had you to do. Once cool. again, give up cool. on Bill Maher. Cool. I should have listened cool. to myself originally because 
He's not. He's not one of us, people. He's not. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a neoliberal capitalist, though. So he's rich. That, he's rich. Okay. He he's rich to the point where he's forgotten how to human, just like how you have with a lot of celebrities out there, where they get rich and they forget how to human. So neoliberal capitalist. It's anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Matt, Powell, it's fine. Matt Powell's it's video yeah, is entitled. Matt Powell. Yeah, Matt Powell's video is entitled "Christian Preacher Rants Against Quote Peer Pressure," and then unquote stupidity. Oh, cool. He titles his video. He he tries really hard with his video titles. I swear. Anyway, here we go. It's all young people in here tonight. This is the next gen. People people ask me all the time. You know, oh. I, that's one of the b- the bingo squares that we have to have for Matt Powell bingo. Is l- let me rewind it just so you guys can get that one again. Just the, the people. This is the next gen. People people ask me all the time. You know, oh, people ask, people me, all ask me all the time. People ask me all the time. There's one yeah. square. There's your B. <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing. How how is your guys this movement? You know, recruiting all the young people. How, why are they falling away in these all other churches? Because the they're sick and tired of this lame preaching. And this peer pressure, this, you know, it's so funny. You know, there's. Okay, there's, there's square number two. It's so funny. There, there's your eye. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny. Peer pressure? Peer pressure. Right, yes, peer pressure. And I, I brought this up it's with so Kyle funny. when we were yeah. doing our, our live stream on Patreon, which if you really want to go check out us talking with each other for about 45 minutes, go. you need to go to patreon.com slash Outcast and find us there. Uh, anyway, Kyle knows what's coming. Here we go. There's a guy in our church, and I'm just going to call him. I'm not going to call him out by name because I haven't confronted him on this. He's a young man. He's my age. I would not confront an elder, and I would not speak against an elder behind the pulpit. You understand? I would never do that. Why? At the same time, um, you're like 21, 22. <laughs> Something like that. Like everyone is oh your my- elder. God, guys, he was born in like the early nineties. Oh, oh my god, mid nineties. I'm <laughs> you're I'm older than Matt Powell. I'm not a young person to him. No, you're an elder. <laughs> you're an elder. Oh, he can't speak against me then. <laughs> All right, let's see. What oh wait, shit no, that's right, that to men. Sorry, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to just shut up and color. But you know what? I saw this guy at the county fair with his buddies, and his buddies were just cussing up a storm. I think the buddies at the county fair are us. Oh, That's the Utah outcast. We're the Utah outcast. Cussing up a storm. Cussing, Cussing up, up a storm. storm. Mm-hmm. Fuck. We are we are the buddies that he's talking about here. I swear to God, we are the you buddies think, that he's talking. You think we I are? think I think so because it, it, he makes up possible. these stories. He, no, he, yeah, he makes up every story he tells. Yeah, bunch of atheist losers. Oh, okay, there. Yeah. No, okay. he might be talking about us, you guys. <laughs> You know, their, their pants are about down to here where they look like they just took a crap. Okay, that's definitely not us. <laughs> My pants are up to here. Like, all the way up to here. Yeah, I, definitely not a crap on those pants. <laughs> Shooting poopies. You know, and these bunch of deadbeats that they're hanging out with, and, he's, and, and he goes, oh, Brother Powell, you know, don't you want to just fit in? I'm thinking, wow, what a sissy. Oh, what is oh, that, that's a, Wait, that's a okay, great all, insult. <laughs> no atheist has ever said Brother Powell. No atheist no. has ever said Brother Powell. That's just not a thing that's ever occurred. Also, um, 
Don't you just want to fit in? Uh, honey, you belong to the majority. You already fit in. <laughs> and then uh, also, he's a sissy? Sissy. He used sissy as a slur. <laughs> I know! Like, what is he from the really? 1950s? Like, what, what is this? Is this like, is this Saved by the Bell? I mean, are, is this like what? A.C. Slater? You're such a sissy. Such a sissy. What a whip! Oh, I just want to fit in. What, with a bunch of stinking atheists? Yeah, we are kind of stinky right now. Stinking sure. atheists. I, I mean, I mean it is the I'm alright. I had a shower okay. before I came down and did the show, but I, I have been like drinking strawberry. a lot of beers. So. I smell like strawberries. And cats. <laughs> they, they also smell nice, because I keep their litter yeah. box clean. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> musky, but okay. Well, I mean, musky oh, is me. like the... Eh. <laughs> no, no. Baby powder. Oh, I want to fit in with the world. Well, you're a loser then. You're not right with God. If you want to fit in with the world and you want to say, oh, you know, I want to look like a guy that has his pants all crapped, then you're an idiot. Has his pants all crapped? God I think he's, I, okay, this is, this is dog whistling. He's talking about black people who wear their pants low. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know those well, black people that white people have constantly stolen from their culture for you know yeah, oh, yeah, the last yeah. two hundred something. I mean, years if, if we can get a little nitpicky, Matt, turn the gain down on your microphone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that too. God damn he's, it, he's peeking like a motherfucker on this thing. <laughs> if you're going to yell, turn the gain down. Yeah, idiot. Um, yeah, but, or uh, or run your shit okay, through a he's, compressor. He's you know, clearly, he's clearly talking about. Uh, he's clearly conflating um, a certain subculture with atheists, like oh yeah, who wear their pants low, right? And then mm. he's like, it looks like they took a crap in their pants, which is like something my grandmother says. Right. Um, he he clearly doesn't actually know anybody. He did, and this conversation never happened. Never. Oh, of happened. course, it never happened. Never happened. <laughs> That's square number three. That's the, uh, let's see, N. That's the N right there. Well, what about that? Oh, what about that? Oh, I never thought about that. God, God damn it, There's Matt. the G. There's me? the G. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right now, buddy? Like, just say a real thing. For once, just say a real thing. Have a real interaction with somebody. You, you know... I've actually, as an atheist, uh, I've had somebody say, um... Oh, that's a lot of toilet paper because I was I was doing a atheist of Utah when I was president, mm -hmm. a charity thing, and they needed toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I took twenty bucks, or um, no, I can't remember. I just took a bunch of money, filled up a shopping cart with toilet paper, which we could afford. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're gonna donate it to uh, the LGBTQ homeless youth center. Oh yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, they that. just yeah, 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 you would remember that. And uh we just I had the day off and I said, and go buy it. And so I filled up a shopping cart as much full of packs of toilet paper as I could, and an old gentleman stopped me and he went, Oh, yeah, that's a lot of toilet paper. I said, Yeah, I'm doing it for charity. He goes, What charity? Oh, well, I'm working with atheists of Utah. He goes, You're an atheist? I went, Yes. And he went, Well, God blesses you. And I'm like, that's no. not the answer we needed. <laughs> don't believe in God. Uh, just trying to help some kids out who need help. And he's like, that's an amazing. And he tried to like lecture me on it. I'm like, yeah. You cool. know, the reason you're doing that is because God. 
That's what they're so, trying to get to. So like, neat. yeah. So neat, cool. Um, I just <laughs> want to make sure like homeless youth can have toilet paper. Like that's yeah. all I care about. And yeah. um, Matt Powell have a real interaction like that. Have a real interaction with an atheist and see what actually happens. Because most of the time you're gonna be like, "Why are you doing the thing?" And you're like, "They're the atheist is gonna be like." Because that's what you're like, supposed to. There's like yeah, people. It, there's it, like it, people right there. The thing. Yeah. There's like people, people right are there suffering. Yeah. Even shitty atheists like Sargon. Right. I guarantee fucking to you. Sargon, I guarantee fucking to you has charity shit that he's done. Oh, and, he he did do a charity drive for I think him and like uh, uh, T.J. Kirk from the Amazing Atheist did a charity drive where they raised money for Muslim girls, kind of stuff. And it's like see exactly like yeah. that. Exactly like that. Even the shittiest atheists, they're gonna be like, "There's people right there who need it, though." Like, yeah. right? There's there's people right there who need it. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. You to be like, well, "What about God?" And they're gonna be like, "I don't know. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We didn't need that." I didn't ask. That's like a step in the process that's completely unnecessary. Now let's let We're Matt finish. We're going to with this one. Yeah, here, Some super here. corporate people know what I'm talking about. Yep, here yeah. we go. That's what the Bible says. You know, and these, these boys, these effeminate queer little sissies. Effeminate queer little Holy sissies? Holy shit! What is we wrong with effeminate queer little sissies? Shit. Yeah, by the way, effeminate queer that, little sissies. That's, that's a flagging right you. there, isn't it? That, that's a flagging, right? Yeah. I mean, that's disgusting, by the way. Yeah. Um, but also, femme men, uh, who I know that there are men who identify with femme ideals, you're lovely and wonderful and just as valid, and I probably fuck you. Um, and then there's going to be <laughs> queer men, and depending on your interest level, I don't know, in mine, I'd probably fuck you. And then there's going to be like sissy men. And uh, I definitely fuck you. Uh, again, depending on. Uh, don't at me! <laughs> don't at at fucking Felicia. I'm right. Person. Well, the only difference is the only difference is that the, the sissy men, it's really only after you tell them to. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just need to tell them forcefully you what you want, and that's fine. He's. He's got 19 seconds left. Let's see what else he's going to say. Wear their pants like, and it looks like they have like bird legs. Literally, that's how tight their pants are. Looks like they're walking around. Tight or are they sagging? No, he's talking. He's talking about the people that wear skinny jeans now. Is what he's talking about. They wear them low. Oh, yeah. Bird legs. Hey, man, man up, man up, man. I'm not talking to you, you know, Mr. Tough Guy. I'm saying to stand on the word of God. And don't okay. compromise to this this corrupt world that's out there. What he wants men that? to man okay. up. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, he's he's looking at asses uh, on pants is what we're talking to, about here. Is to that... ri- to risk being on the same side as Matt Powell, if you're wearing skinny jeans, don't wear them like really low so they're sagging down because that looks stupid. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. But it's just hit a point. Yeah. <laughs> Spending a lot of time looking at men's asses. I don't want to buy theory that he's like gay and hates himself. No, 
No, but no, this is another nail cons- in. The- it's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> he's, he's gay. <laughs> he's spending a lot of time looking at men, men's asses. His he, whole argument here about pure pressure and all argument, the stuff that he's talking his about. Whole, yes, his whole argument here is centered around men's, men's asses pants. and pants. <laughs> okay. Men's asses and pants. That's all he's yes. talking about. Right. Veiny guys in a locker room and men's asses and pants. Matt, honey. <laughs> love. Yeah. I can't you. Um, I, although, if you, like, shift your position, then I probably could. Um, just, you know, get some. Get a dick. <laughs> just, like, just a little bit of dick. Like, just, even like, if you have to, head, just even like, if you uh, have to, like, Ted Haggard it and, you know, have, like, bit. all sorts of meth before you're able to fuck the male prostitute. Just get just there a, before your church is established. You know? Just a little, just a little, just a little. Uh, 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 just a, just uh, a taste. Just a taste. <laughs> just, you know what? Just, 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 and you're going to find stop. out that it's a lovely experience. Hey, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson equated it to a handshake. It's just like a blowjob is just like a handshake. Sure. <laughs> it's way more fun than a handshake. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Did you know... That if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month, where much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! If you were a sexual assault uh, okay let let me start this over if you were zach morris as a grown i mean i'm sorry let me start over again uh if you were brett kavanaugh and you could have anybody in your corner that was going to fight for you would you want that person to be bill o'reilly i mean i i (laughs) no no. i think i would take Known harasser no. with shitty sex book, by the way. Oh God, no! Yeah, remember the shitty sex book? It's a we, thing. Don't re- we we do need to read this. Back in my brain. We need to read this. We need to read this. We we still have to get started on the other book idea that we've been working on that we never get around to. We we need to knuckle down and actually do some work on the show every oh, once. Oh, you mean like we have day jobs? Like this is our <laughs> full time gig? Weird. Uh, hey. The minute uh, we get like, back to having, the minute we get back to having a re, a Democratic House, Senate, and presidency, 
I can go back to doing fucking scripting oh, on this show. God. <laughs> but oh that's going to be a while. There used to be a time when we were like, this is a slow news week. Wasn't it kind of boring? Yeah, oh, nothing really happened this week. Yeah. So Bill O'Reilly is on some right-wing assholes news site where he's talking oh, about Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, is That's, it his show? It's his show. It's like his own little web show. You mean the guy that, that was on Entertainment Tonight? Like, Yeah. No, it I, wasn't Entertainment Tonight. It was, uh, it was extra. Inside Edition. Or Inside Edition. There you go. Yeah. Extra. Sorry. How rapey is that sound? <laughs> Sorry, I'm walking out. I mean, just yo. a little bit. Inside yeah. edition. Fine. I did watch a BBC special where they put a camera up a lady's hoo ha, and they they showed sex from the inside. That's kind of interesting. Uh, that actually sounds super fascinating, and I. It was interesting. It yeah, it really was. Okay, back to this thing. Here we go. Uh, the gender war. There is now a gender war. Everybody should be aware of it. Um, that has been started by the far left. I am interested oh, in these gender wars. Where do oh I sign god. up? Tell me more. Oh my god. He thinks, he thinks feminists started this shit. He thinks that it was... Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. R.I.P. your the ears. Gender, the gender wars just sounds like the worst series ever. Oh, no, because gender let me t- let me let me tell you the 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 gender war would be a cold war where you have one side of the equation saying no more pussy. Oh yeah, and then like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, it would us be women just no, don't fuck no. each other because <laughs> almost no one is straight. <laughs> it, would, it would be a cold shoulder war. Oh, That's there you go. What it would be? Yeah, there we you go. Man- Handle it if us women actually go on a pussy like boycott, like pussy boycott. But we need it. You, you men, except for the ones that like dick, uh, need pussy. You are the ones that need pussy because the rest of us women are like, oh, we are dildos. We oh, you mean that was like one of the first things we ever invented? Cool, no. we got it, we got it. Like that's fine, yeah. that's fine. No, look, I can get by. I can get by without. That's I fine. just like I, you know, like they're they're all they're they're all alternatives. That's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, you cute lady are gonna spank me now? Like I gender war, motherfucker. The fact that any man is still getting pussy, the fact that any man is still getting pussy is proof that there's no fucking gender war yet. <laughs> let's see what the say. let's see what the general of the dick army is gonna say here. Oh man, this. Is not getting monetized. Nope. No. Now says if you are a man, uh, you can be accused of misconduct and you're guilty. Okay. You're guilty. All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And if you defend yourself or defend others and believe that, for example, Brett Kavanaugh might be innocent, then you're an abuser. What the fuck is with well, the siren in the background? Oh my god, like, <laughs> no, like. He, this is he's like recording in his house. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like, where's he living in fucking South Central LA? Maybe I, I don't know. But anyway, back to this topic at hand here, where like he just happens to pull this example out of his asshole, where he's like, "Oh, let's say if you were Brett Kavanaugh, let's just go ahead and go well, with this one." Sure. I've always hated that about Bill O'Reilly. I haven't been sexually assaulted in a long time, like a long time. Uh, it's it's uh, several years now, in fact. Um, and I, uh, had a few partners, uh, <laughs> uh mm. um, I'm unashamed. And, um, but guess what? Uh, uh guarantee ya, none of those men are afraid of this feminist ass bitch. And they all knew what they were getting when they got me. They <laughs> all fucking knew. They all knew. And, um, none of them were afraid of it. So if this loud ass with a platform, <laughs> if they're not afraid to sleep with me, honey, darling, baby. And I, I love, I love that it's this whole, you're going to be put on trial for the things that you've done in the past. It's like, sure. That's not what we're doing with Brett Kavanaugh. He's not on trial. It's a goddamn job interview. Yeah. And yeah. He has to like consider half the population, and maybe half the population is a little bit concerned with his <laughs> reputation with them. Well, and right. it's all these other assholes that, like, oh, sure, we just go ahead and believe the victims now, do we? And I'm like, well, first of yeah, all, yes. Yeah. But a second, second of all, yeah. it's like, yeah, we do. It, it, we've fallen under this in the last couple of months, especially with Dave Silverman and what the Lawrence Krauss and all these other assholes out there that have abused mm -hmm. women. Where, yes, we believe the victims, but also at the same time, we're not talking about a criminal trial. We're not taking away yeah. anything from his life. We're just saying that publicly, he's a persona non grata anymore. Because uh -huh. if there's smoke, there's more than likely fire, you know? Three women's yeah. a lot. Three women is a lot. I mean, and you you hear about this a lot on social media with a lot of people where it's like, okay, one, I'm willing to be skeptical about some stuff. Two. Even on this show, we're like, okay, one, well, okay. Let's wait to it hear depends, what more details come out. It you depends know. on the witness as well, right? Well, yeah, it depends definitely. on the witness. depends Dr. on what Blasley, the allegation is. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Blazely Ford was uh, ooh, super <laughs> credible. Yeah. Could they... <laughs> They really brought in somebody that knows how memories are made in order for them to talk about the fucking yeah. stuff. <laughs> that was that was She's my favorite part. That was my favorite part of her testimony, where she actually started to go into the actual brain chemistry. And she like, outscienced oh, the fucking fuck, Senate. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's, she's, she's beyond brilliant. She is. Okay. She's beyond brilliant. But... We, have to get back to, we have to get back to Bill O'Reilly, otherwise oh, we're sure. never going to finish this. So hang on. Just for that belief. I mean, that's really a brutal, brutal demolition of our <laughs> basic right to presumption of innocence, Wayne. No, Hang no, it's you know, not. We're losing and that, one of our most sacred rights before our eyes. And he's talking to Wayne, Wayne Allen Rudis, who, we're, who he's talking to here on the oh show. Oh, my so. God. It's so unfair. All these women are being brutalized. And they have so, like every single woman. I mean, uh, aside from a cut, if you were to go back into my back catalog of women, which is yeah, 
relatively shallow. Let's just say that way. The most you'll get is, well, he kind of was a prick about a couple of things, you know, but that's not something they're going to, I can potentially lose a job interview over. It's not going to be like a, uh, I mean, we, we all know everybody's had a prickish time in their lives. Everybody's kind of an asshole, you know, I've been been an asshole to like, guys. I've been saying like, one guy called me to break up with me in a nice way. And I laughed in his face. Uh, like I laughed at him. Uh, but I'm just saying that nowhere in my history, nowhere in my history of women is, is it going to come up and be like, yeah, he assaulted somebody or he raped anybody, you know? And if it does happen in the future, I'm going to make sure the FBI does the job that they're supposed to do to find out that I'm telling the truth here. Right. Anyway, I'm going to let, I want Bill, I want Bill to get to allegations made against me, but none of them are. Assault. <laughs> yes, Kyle, sure. they all had wonderful evenings. <laughs> okay, Ian Malcolm there. All right, back to I want to well, I want to hear him get to a specific point because I've heard this before. Here we go. Nice pause. And and the issue is now that who knows when it ends, Bill. I mean, now you've and, got another woman coming uh, forward uh, Wayne, from w- Yale. Wayne. I went through this. Yeah, because you're yeah, an abusive you motherfucker. Did you, know? did you? <laughs> you lost your job over oh, the shit. Because <laughs> there was evidence. Wow. That's why you're like recording now from your basement. <laughs> hey, we're not judging people recording. No, 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 no. It's no. probably not a basement. He, he but, probably I mean, has a condo. We are, we are purposely lo-fi. So we're purposely lo-fi because this is not our job. Right. If this was our jobs. Maybe we'd take it a little bit more seriously. <laughs> yeah, we do this for fun. This is for us, not for you. You get to enjoy. There we go. I'm going to let him say some more stuff. Here we go. I, I It doesn't right. end. It doesn't end. I mean, I had some person uh, say something about me. I never saw her. You know, when he said he he was searching for person there, he was searching for person. <laughs> yeah, you never he, saw he her. He wanted to drop the hard C with the. Uh, at the end of it, <laughs> oh, you never I, saw I, her I because 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 it was all over the phone bill. Yeah, uh, what was was his the one about the falafel or was it his the? Um... No, he was he was the one who like was calling people and leaving voicemails about shoving dildos up his own ass. Mm. <laughs> I hope yeah. so. I hope I just real. I just I remember the real. the very big public beef that him and Ludacris had, which I fucking loved. There was just there wasn't there if, if I remember correctly with him there was just several credible uh oh, yeah. sexually harassing women that he worked with just a bunch wasn't yeah. Megan Kelly one of them yes i think so yeah yeah or, no that was Roger Ailes that was Roger Ailes there was Roger Ailes and, oh, and Bill O'Reilly <laughs> i thought for sure he 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 harassed Megan Kelly like oh he did yeah um Megan Kelly Most did surely. not accuse him of sexual assault i want to be clear Harassment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Harassment is an assault. No. Billy, Billy buddy. Billy, my boy. Um, no. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> O'Reilly was not accused of assault. No, he was not. He was accused of just systemic harassment. Yeah. Just like, fuck you. Gross, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to let him say some more stuff and then oh, we'll wrap neat. it up. Here we okay. go. Here we go. In my life. Okay, it's the playbook. There's a playbook. First, the accusation. 
You'll get it into the press. You'll, we'll give it to the New Yorker. Because we know the New Yorker's going to print it. <laughs> you mean the New York Times or New, New Yorker is like a... The, the magazine? Different... The magazine? Yeah. The New Yorker magazine? Really? Ford published through the Washington Post, though? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. So, yeah, and did. also well, before and, I mean, he even hit the short list. Sources, yeah. No, no, no. She went to one. She went to the Washington Post. She went to the Washington Post because they have. But she a, also they have an, con- an anonymous. They have an encrypted yeah. anonymous no, line that you can she, write she stuff to. She said uh, she went to one just because she she kind of wanted to avoid like a shit show. Right, she was right, like, right. What's but she went, she went to she went to that one because they had because they had an anonymous. Encrypted line that you uh, an encrypted tips, line so. that they could, she could use. Yeah, yeah, she just didn't feel like she needed to go to all of them. But she- no, and the interesting thing is that even though she went to that, she also started with her member of her house in yeah. California. She did she did prior to him even hitting the list of the Federalist right. Society where he was going to get picked, kind of thing. She was so. trying. She was trying. Yeah, she just. Do you She's, know how to? Does anyone listening to the show know how to like get big news out there? Because I don't. I don't I'm even trying. know. I have the numbers for my members of my House of Representatives and my Senate, but oh, do okay. I actually know how to get them to listen to me? No, she did. No, no, no. <laughs> it's it. I mean, anybody can anybody can put news out there, but to get it picked up and listened to. No, yeah, you should see some of the different. bullshit PRs I get from people out there in the world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let Bill say one more thing. They're not going to check it. <laughs> going to print it. Okay. Right. Then, then everybody sees it. They print it. All right. Then, three days later, we need another accusation. Okay. So here it comes. Here comes another uh, accusation. Yeah. Maybe that's the fucked up thing about that's people feeling emboldened really by. Yeah. By stepping up and, you know, being the first of the house of cards to crumble. And then you all of a sudden you have all of the accusers stepping forward. You know, that's a real yeah. fucked up thing. You know, like how what happened to Bill Cosby, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Here's <sighs> here's the thing, though, about print media. They don't print things that are unverifiable or unvetted. Yeah, because, because most of these papers are, are paper are of record. libel laws. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. How you doing, folks? This is your captain speaking. Just wanted to let you know that as soon as we get beverages served, we're going to begin our movie for this flight, which is Legally Blonde 2. You can uh, find the audio on Channel 11. And if you get a chance, also uh, take a look out your window, because pretty soon I'm going to point this plane straight down and drive us as deep into the ocean as I can. Your mother sucks in hell. Praise Satan. We have a little bit of listener mail, and we haven't had very much of this in the past. Uh, send us your emails, mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Hit us up, 347-669-3377. We will respond to text messages that we get out there. This comes to us from just a Southern atheist gentleman who's also one of our patrons. He calls himself Jayza G, shortways there. He says, so I'm curious. I wonder how many of y'all survived the satanic panic of the 80s and the 90s. Oh, um, I was born in 89. 
So we're gonna. I'm gonna read the whole thing, and we'll come back to it. Uh, down here in the south, it ran rampant, and I definitely agree with you there. Uh, my mother, bless her heart, bless your heart, bless was your trying, heart. trying her best of what she thought was best for my sister and I. But I had everything banned in my household, from Pokemon to Procter and Gamble products to Saturday morning cartoons and movies with excess magic. How about y'all? So. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, um, I didn't kind of panic in my house. Um, my parents were largely unconcerned with that. Uh, my, my dad was Catholic. My mom was Methodist. Uh, largely hippie. So, that wasn't really... Uh, I, that, got, I, I got both barrels of the satanic panic. My mom was very, very Baptist religious in the South, and... Wow, that's surprising considering your recent history. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. We're not going to go into detail on that, however, but that's that's another thing that pisses me off about that story that only we three of us know that nobody else is going to know. But all of you, no, sorry, uh, sorry, but uh, I was not allowed to listen to many of the bands that I really love now in my older adulthood that I couldn't listen to back then. Like Iron Maiden. I couldn't listen to Iron Maiden. I go back and listen to it now, and I'm like, this is amazing fucking metal. Why the hell couldn't I listen to this back then? Oh, I love Iron Maiden now, but I just kind of... I was never banned from listening to any music, ever. Like, music was never cut off for me, but I kind of was only exposed to what my parents were listening to, and they Mm kind of like... My dad likes U2, and my mom, like, uh, Lamis Morissette. So, uh, you know, right... Uh, I'm happy with you know. Both so things. I'm your I'm your dad. No, she's kidding. Um, <laughs> and your no, mom because <laughs> you know, like I had I had super like loving hippie parents. Um, but my mom was super concerned about the impact of hyperviolence on kids. I I still am, even as an adult right now. Yeah, I don't let my kids no. play FPS games. Yeah, like. As a kid, I was super frustrated by it, but now I look back and I'm like, eh, she wasn't that wrong. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons growing up, um, which, fair, like, that's a which really adult I, show. I watch an episode t- or two here or there with the kids. I don't let them watch entire series because there's a lot of inappropriate shit in there. There is. <laughs> um, yeah. My, um, but nothing to do with religion at that point, though. That's the thing. No, it wasn't. It was never religious. There was never a satanic panic in my house. Um, my mom was concerned about violent video games, though. Mm. Also, my mom has concerns. Uh, she was never like a fundamentalist on any of these things, but she was concerned about uh, vaccines as well. So. Oh no! Um, oh, she's <laughs> she's come around on that. She's one. She's come around. That's good. Yeah. I was not allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons as a kid. Because that of the satanic been, panic. My mom because I heard, delighted. yeah, I know, I heard, delighted. I heard that one, yeah. Because Jack, Tri- Jack Chick, in his you know darkest dungeon thing that he had out there. Yeah. Where... Okay, real quick, I want to. My mom asked the missionary what the difference between prayer, meditation, and casting spells was. <laughs> my mother asked that to a missionary. That's funny. But, yeah. So, did, like, did they have an answer? Panic. Nope, nope. I wasn't allowed to listen to uh, like anything heavy metal, so I wasn't allowed to listen to like Razor X. I wasn't allowed to listen to Megadeth, Metallica, 
Which is interesting because in my later, and right around my teen years, I really got heavy into Guar, and they couldn't stop me at that point. So it fucking backfired on them. So no, my mom was not into super raunchy cartoons, like again, The Simpsons. Um, Family Guy wasn't really a thing when I was growing up. I mean, it was, but it just didn't enter our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but. There was never any music I was banned from. Uh, I think my mom kind of saw that as an art and therefore exploratory material, right? Yeah. Instead of propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's not entirely wrong in that, that uh, cartoons did and do function more as propaganda in some ways mm-hmm. uh, than yeah. music does. Music is more exploratory of ideas just by its inherent non-literal transmission the fucked up thing about the whole music thing for me is that my dad listened to like 60s and 70s metal like nothing from like it was like the 80s and beyond i wasn't able to listen to any of that shit because but he brought me up listening to lots of experimental shit like i was one of the few kids in the early 80s that knew who uh jean michael jarre was from the french uh synthesizer guy like Really? Listen to yeah, listen to some weird wow. shit when I was younger, and I was like, in my early in the early eighties, I was listening to that on the fucking regular on the LP, you know, just listening to that shit. I it's it's so fucking weird that I have this had this dichotomy of parents growing up where my mom was like, you can't do this because the devil, and then my dad's like, you can't do this because it shows that parents are not being honored in the household. I got the very I got both barrels of uh, honor thy father and thy mother bullshit like. My mom to this day still won't say a, a mean thing towards her abusive fucking parents, her mom and dad, like like physically, emotionally, and probably other ways of being Im- abusive towards her. She won't say anything about it now, even though one, uh, actually both of them are dead because she believes that she's not honoring her father and mother because of the Bible, oh, you know? Wow, that's yeah. brutal. Yeah. And so it had a really fucking, like, definitive thing about you know raising me up you'd better honor me you better do what i say kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's fucked me up as a parent also in in regard where i grew up under very authoritarian parents i did it oh my god and i i have to catch myself a lot of the time not trying like trying to go okay fuck i am doing the wrong thing here i'm acting exactly like my parents did when i was a kid and you don't want to pass that shit on generation right. generationally to kids, and it's fucked up. Oh, so yes, I, I Procter and Gamble wasn't allowed in the house because there was the 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 whole idea of them being satanic, where they were like doing all of the evil things in the world, kind of like there was products that you just couldn't use. So yes, I'm I'm with you, just a Southern atheist gentleman, because I too was brought up as a Christian in Louisiana, Mississippi arkansas and texas when i was a little boy that's crazy and so it was fucking insane in my household uh my best friend growing up she was raised atheist i mean that wasn't a common term going around right back in the day and uh but her family didn't believe in god she didn't believe in god i did um they didn't care my family didn't care like and then uh what was not allowed in my household was super progressive shit like <laughs> uh, my dad still had like the inklings of the catholic stuff like he didn't want me exposed to the concept of sex 
No, mom's like, nah. she can handle it. She's a human. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to watch the Canadian TV show that was one of the first shows that they had on Nickelodeon called You Can't Do That on Television. People out there, some people are going to re- remember that title. and re- It's where Alanis Morissette got her start, really. Right. No, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like, I wasn't allowed dad- to watch that because it, was, it showed people talking down to parents or to adults. Oh, I was thinking, like, when you're talking about, like, you can't argue with your parents. Yeah. I argued with my mother as a teenager. Like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I got. Oh, well, being a teenager, the gloves come off, but you know. But no, I argued with my mother and it was just like, huh. Like, there was never like this doctrine (laughs) in my family. Like, you don't deserve. You do what I say because Jesus and God. Yeah, no, no. There was no. You don't deserve love or affection or like any of that. Like, it was like, we're (laughs) mad right now. That was that was the way I was raised. Was like, we're mad right now, mm-hmm. now, and then we work it out or we don't. And you know, most most harms in your life, they kind of just you just kind of move on, yeah. and that's fine. It's okay. You don't have to work out every single tiny harm. Most of the time, you just kind of move on past because life's so, too short. So Felicia like, had no like, satanic panic. Felicia nope. had no satanic panic. Nope. I had a lot of it. Kyle, yeah. did you I, have any? I, it was kind of the kind of middle of the road um, for me. It, you were you were a Mormon growing up, so it wasn't quite as heavy no, it wasn't, satanic. It wasn't quite stuff, as much. So. It wasn't quite as much. I had an interesting mix. Um, my mom was uh, from the from the East Coast. Uh, she went to a very liberal university my dad was a you know west coast utah mormon construction (laughs) worker so there was this like weird there was this weird mix a hybrid um there was (laughs) there was nothing that was explicitly banned I I mean you we had a we had a, a a closet of records that went from like the Beatles to Rolling Stone and Cream and Fleetwood Mac and <laughs> the Carpenters so we we had there was there was plenty of that so they they didn't care what we listened to they they had no they had no they there was nothing that led them to believe that music was in any way that's evil. actually something i've noticed in a lot of mormons is like music's pretty open in a lot of mormons music's pretty music's pretty open um they also didn't really have a problem with anything like as far as like movies or tv shows um I mean, there was stuff that they didn't like, but it wasn't it wasn't at the level of like, oh, no, you can't watch that because Jesus wouldn't like it. It was <laughs> uh, no, you can't watch that because it's like way too violent or way too sexual for you. My mom had trouble with me watching Power Rangers because it was violent. And I said, Mom, really? <laughs> and her whole thing wasn't that like and she's not wrong. Like there yeah. was violence in it. She was like. Blood doesn't make violence, Felicia. 
uh, as a kid, I didn't get it. And I'm like, eh, I kind of get where she's coming yeah. from now. I kind of get where she's coming from now. Right. Um, but again, I was growing up in a completely different age than she was, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, it, my mom was like, it was uncomfortable yeah. with Power Rangers. You have, so. you have no fucking idea how excited I was for Power Rangers to make it to the States. How, how we finally got tokusatsu series yeah. in america i was yeah. so goddamn excited for that. i mean i mean with, with my parents watching something it was like you know that's pretend right yeah okay my my parents would go. regularly <laughs> my same parents that were worried about demon fear and all this other stuff and you can't do this can't say that can't mm-hmm. do that were the same parents that rented the faces of death series yeah what and what? Let me watch up until the point where, like, the bad stuff happened and they do the whole turn your head, you know, don't watch this kind of thing. And I'm like seven, you know, that's dark. Yeah, Yeah. I, god damn it, I had a fucked up childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I I grew up loving and supportive parents, right? Shit, um, neither parent, uh, my favorite days was when I was a latchkey kid. And I didn't yeah. have to talk to either one of them. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> my dad, this... both my mother and my father. My mom always came to more of my performances, but like both my parents always made sure they came to my performances. Like my, I, I had such a loving and support. I swear to God, this is why I credit me being able to like heal from PTSD <laughs> so much. Um, my grandmother and my aunt came both my grandmothers and i'm pretty sure my grandfather one came to high school performances in of plays or dance (laughs) and or there is a video and i'm sure it's gone now i know i i'm sure it exists somewhere on a vhs um when i performed as a teenager and i did a belly dance routine we were doing it to a shakira song which was heavy belly dance i've been studying belly dance myself and uh that was so inappropriate to the mormons right um and i knew oh yeah because we can see your navel (laughs) i knew i knew it was kind of sexy but to me it was also really fascinating the way to move your body like that that was to me it was more fascinating right um and i was doing body rolls and i and uh, i got a solo in a performance with belly dance style and i went out there and i did a bunch of body rolls and then i like went down on the ground it it was not like exotic dance it really wasn't it looked like belly dance um and it and uh and if anyone knows anything about traditional belly dance it doesn't look like exotic um no. hey, and, I wanna, uh, but my I stepmom you. you can hear her in the video going Woo! Felicia! <laughs> my stepmother was doing that like this is the world i grew up in was like I fought with my stepmother, but like she was like, like the world I grew up in was like, I fought with my family. Like that's that's <laughs> I wanna like, like to, I don't even know. It's- to wrap this whole thing up, I want to ask both of you guys: Did you have to say prayers before bed? Uh no, I I was never required. Okay, not, Kyle. Not really. No, I did. No. I did for oh. a long time, but it was always. A choice, and I, I never did it habitually. Like there was most of my life, I never prayed before bed. Um, there was a time in my life where I was like choosing to, 
And then there was a time in my life when uh, now was got- it the was it the standard prayer that you get right before right before you go to bed at the night where now I it's lay like down to sleep. yeah one. pray the Lord my soul to keep if I die before I wake up pray the Lord my soul I to take was not that Catholic uh, no prayers I, that bed. that was mine that was mine <laughs> every night yeah sometimes my dad would kneel with us and then we just do like a standard like hmm. meditative prayer on the day kind of you know like reflecting on and then. Bless so and so and so and so and so and so, but uh, it was never like a habitual thing. Mm. Um, and then I got to about ten or eleven or twelve or so, and my parents were pretty recently divorced, and they'd been going through a lot of change. And I kind of relied on God a lot then, and I really yeah. loved God back then. I mean, that's kind of standard in people. Um, and then I started praying, and I I started diving into the ritual, but. I love ritual. I I'm somebody who loves loves ritual. To this day, I love ritual. So uh, just as a my, concept, but uh, it was never a standard. Like mine was, was the the standard the standard prayer, plus stuff that my parents told me to add in like afterward kind of thing. They wanted me to bless all the people I had in my life kind of thing, so that they'd be okay. But then they also wanted me to make sure that I thanked God for letting me live that day. Oh my God! What? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm that finding out this weird. isn't actually a pretty normal thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as far as I thank was, you, thank you for I, letting me live another day. You know, what? <laughs> hopefully, was, you let me live many more. Yeah. I remember saying these words. Yeah. I w- I was always told, you know, okay, go to bed, say your prayers. All right. <laughs> Good night, Wesley. I'm likely <laughs> yeah. to kill you in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> say, say your prayers was like okay. Good night. Say your prayers. Brush your teeth. All right. Fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Shit. No, my parents was, were like... I need therapy. <laughs> my, my parents were like... I never thanked for living another day. Like, yeah. I was... I mean, that... Uh, and there's... Actually, oh, but you have to, you have to I, keep in mind... No kidding. I was never thankful for you, living another day. God you have to keep it. in mind, I was Southern Baptist, and Southern Baptist people's belief of God is... He brought you into this world, and he could take you out just any time he wants. And so, yeah, very, yeah, very vengeful like, God, very angry God. God damn it! Yeah, the vengeful part is that he didn't take you out. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a mercy at this it. point. You Why? <laughs> Why didn't you? <laughs> My dad's definition of God is indistinguishable from the world we live in. Like, oh. That's my yeah. dad. So he like, can't even dad. be considered a deist. <laughs> yeah, no, right? He just needs to believe that he's going to see his dad again, kind of thing. Like, uh, um, but like, well, lead him down to ancestor worship. Let's let's have him start praising Crom. Let's start. Doing- <laughs> like, oh my god! No, my my family was like, pray if you want. <laughs> like, oh my so, god! Okay, so no. Hopefully, really, we ever- we do have to wrap it up because this is twenty minutes of us talking yeah. about this. So. Thank you for the great <laughs> email, just uh, just a Southern atheist gentleman. I hope this answered your question. Hour. We can go on another hour on this topic. Yeah, thank you for opening up wounds that I didn't realize were that fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I had I had no idea. Wow. Okay, <laughs> just me then, right? Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up, and it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. 
I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks, well, that does it for this week. And if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out every week. And don't forget to join us over on Patreon because, man, we did a live stream this week and it was an extra 45 minutes of content and you only have to pay a buck a month to hear that. Anyway, so for this episode, let's thank those wonderful patrons out there that continue to give to us on a monthly basis and we love them for it. We have Amber Mulvaney, Eric Hall, George Bisson, Joshua Avedy, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Tim Smith, and we have Anwin Davies, Deborah Simon, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Nathaniel Cavallona, Satan's Little Monkey, Stacey Startzel, Stephen Beasley, or Besley, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce names tonight, Celia Gray, Alan Firth, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Desire Lynn Ward, George Green, Lord Caitiff, Michael McKay Blair, Mike, Michael Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, four Michaels on this show, that's great, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Howden, Scott John Harrison, the Godless Revolution podcast, and coming up into the upper echelons of our patrons that we have out there, we have Angelica Pearson, Fenno 3000, Stephen Andrus, Joseph, and our big bosses of patronage at $20 a month. God damn, I love these people. Andrew Medina, Justice Southern Atheist Gentleman, and Robert Levine. We really do appreciate everything that you folks are doing to keep this show up and running. Man, it makes things a lot easier to pay for licenses or for new hardware that you need to get for the show. I love every single one of you people out there that give to the show. However, I do have to let everyone know that it's okay if you don't have the means to share money with us. There are multiple other methods that you can do to show your support for the show. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there. Leave us a review on whatever service you happen to catch us on, or just shoot us an email or text. We love to make content out of people's emails and texts. However, keep in mind that we will probably read most of the whole thing online, unless you tell us otherwise. So anyway, with that, it is time to bring episode number 217 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Every message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. It's time once again for comments from trolls, and <laughs> we got a couple for you this week. We're gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up here in a second with, with, we're gonna have a string of them, only because it's gonna make me laugh. And that's the reason we do this show is we try to make each other laugh. You guys just get to be part of it. And that's that's really 
what people need to understand about the Utah Outcasts. We love hearing from everybody. We love doing the show. But it, we didn't do it for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, but we love this you. first one, this first one comes up is going to be, uh, for some reason on the internet, there's a lot of people that don't quite understand this, and it's really fucking simple. Stephen Garrett says, there are not females with penises and males with vaginas. There just aren't. <laughs> okay. Let's I can show you. <laughs> the world right. shining no, no. splendor. I, I, I <laughs> exactly. The world shining, shimmering, peony. That is the plural. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. So here's the thing. Uh. Excluding trans people, which we never want to do, but like, as I understand that you're super triggered by the idea of trans people existing. Uh, dark. No, he's he he's dark. probably he's probably one of those people that actually, um, what what's the term that they use for the for the people that like they fetishize the trans people, and he he this person doesn't know how to handle those feelings of being. So attracted to a female that has a penis. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. I'm, but I mean, there is, there is. You don't deserve this, that. Dick. This guy, this guy, this guy, super. <laughs> this guy could be super pedantic about things. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was a the whole chain. Oh, okay, I was so involved in the, the thread. Let's yeah. just say, let, let's just say, let's just say, there is no trans people that. There are no people who have to transition from their assigned gender at birth to their actual gender. Fine. Cool. Great. Cool. There's uh, no AMABs, no AFABs. You know, yep, nothing like none that. Of that. None of that exists. Mm -hmm. How do you explain intersex, hun? Oh, you mean the people born with both vaginas and dicks? How do you explain that? How do you explain, how do you explain people born with dicks and ovaries? Yeah, they don't have testicles, but they have dicks. How do you explain people with vaginas and testicles? Oh, oh. I hadn't oh, heard I'm about sorry. that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, they're not, hmm. they're not dropped. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I was thinking uh, like a nutsack hanging hanging above a vagina would be kind of weird. No, no, no. They're the testes are below the vagina, okay. and they're not they're not dropped dropped like they're detectable. Um. Can, I believe I could be I could be incorrect. Um, I believe you can feel them uh, with a with palpation, um, palpations, okay. Uh, but you can't like like they're not like testes. They're not like with scrotum. They don't have a scrotum, but they're testes. They are testes. I know there are vaginas with testes. That's a thing. Um. So yeah, uh, and they are. Um, biologically male uh the thing is that sex exists on the spectrum and we know that through uh, uh biology uh so uh, there are intersex people they exist we have photos so right. yes there are women with dicks and there are men with vaginas Mm -hmm. And they're not even trans. And that adds into, of course, trans could exist. So are you going to deny these people born with intersex? Or are you just going to be like a dumb shit who's like, 
No, there's, there's only, only two, two genders. There's only two. There can be only two. Now, fuck you, motherfucker. You're an idiot. Come on. <laughs> like, read a fucking book. Read a fucking Wikipedia Just page. Just try. Just try a little bit harder. Just a little, Just a little bit. bit harder. Just a little bit. We're talking. Men you're. Born we're talking. Vaginas. We're talking. Sex versus gender. And this is going to blow his fucking mind. They're gender is something that is a communally established thing. Social contract. That does As not mean it's not real. Social constructs are real. Yes, yes they are real. It is They're It real. is real. Yes. Black However, <laughs> whiteness is a thing. Still social and contract. there are people of other descent that aren't, you know, white. You know, you have quote unquote passing people that get the benefits of whitehood <laughs> without being white. You know, that's the thing. And what we're talking about here is that just because someone has a penis doesn't mean that they are a male. That's not, that's what their sex may be. Uh -huh. Their sex organs are male sex organs. Mm -hmm. However. But, 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 but it, it gets even crazier. It gets even crazier. Both of you guys could actually be XX. Either one of you could be XX. Yeah. No. Hell, I mean, statistically very unlikely that either of you are, but and and even more unlikely that both of you are. But it's possible that both of you are XX, as um, in chromosomally female. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you tell it is a possibility entirely yeah. as male, and it's yeah. possible that I'm XY, and, and I, I developed entirely as female. Ah, it's almost like sex exists on a spectrum. It's almost like this guy needs to work just a little bit harder before he just decides to troll people. Yeah. And to uh, to finish off the, the... I've been wanting to do this one, and she's doing exactly what I want her to be doing right now. Is that we get, on a fucking weekly basis, this is one week, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six comments from people that are pissed off about her vaping, specifically. Kyle's doing it now, too. But... It says, smoke through the giggle. Someone says, what's in the vape, young lady? That one's okay. That's fine. That's fine. But people comment on the vape all the time. Oh, uh, it's, um, it's actually uh, Brain Freeze by Naked. Oh, and somebody says that uh, uh, I, I want to know what I want to know what mods she's using. <laughs> because we get some people that are interested in it. But we also do get a lot of people. I broke like, off the brand. I have no idea. Uh, I use, <laughs> uh, the tank is uh, Aspire. And there was one person that said that, you know what, after watching your videos, I used to smoke a lot, and I used to vape also. Now I'm going to get back into vaping. So <laughs> no, honey, you don't need to do that. I'm sorry. It's a bad habit I have. You don't... I'm so sorry. I'm, Fred... I don't mean to be a bad influence. <laughs> yes, I do. Entirely in some instances. This one is just um, a coping mechanism for me. Like, And it's Saturday night. It Who fucking Saturday cares? Night. We're... <laughs> home I'm in our own places i spend all day at work not vaping i swear to god i don't take vape breaks anymore <laughs> like it's been months now okay like, so that that ties into all these other misogynist assholes that are and i i delete most of the really bad ones so out of the six that i have here uh, like i had to delete probably 12 other ones about vaping this week <laughs> and that's going to continue to happen as we get more and more subscribers and so it's just funny, like, Fred Hogg here says, I really hate vaping. Okay, good for you. Okay, uh, so? Can't you just stop for 15 fucking minutes, Felicia? Yeah, I can. 
I just choose not to. <laughs> Rick go. Logan. Rick Logan says, I would like to get the same vaping equipment that the lady is using. Okay, we just said that she doesn't have the, um, doesn't have the, the brand yeah, on it. I don't know. Um, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn says, "Can't she go 15 minutes without vaping?" And then Roy Leah, Roy Leah says, "I enjoy your videos, but watching her vape 90% of the time is annoying." Then don't watch her. There's two other people on camera. Time? Really? No. <laughs> no. Uh, and no, then I actually do vape a lot. I do on the show. It's it's just nicotine vape though. It's not. What no, people may yeah, be just, thinking. It's, it's not drugs. You know? it's, um, I will never, uh, hopefully, hopefully, Prop 2 passes the state and we get medical marijuana. I will be utilizing that for, I, I have a, I have one of the diagnosable conditions, PTSD. Yeah. And I will be using that as a sleep aid. I don't know if people understand this, but um, doing a show and taking a sleep aid not great. Not, not good. No. no. So it's just it's going to still be nicotine. Just nicotine. And even though yeah. we may be a couple, people don't give us a bad time. We get every once in a while, like, can't you guys go an episode without drinking? You're making all atheists look bad. And it's like, not, not all of them. Could. We could I mean, do a show without drinking, but sure. why? I don't know. Anyway, the last I mean, one that we yes, have here. I could go a night without drinking. Thank you very much. I could, but. I do. Why? <laughs> Uh, Craig Corson says, geez, Felicia, lay off the vaping for a lousy 10 minutes, will ya? No. If you knew how dumb it makes you look. <laughs> um, my word. Use, use my word. No, this, this is what, this is exactly Felicia's words when it comes to hearing shit like that. Hey, right, hang on. I don't, he does not care! I don't care! I don't care! I don't, he does not care! I Exactly. That's how we feel about every time, every one of these stupid fucking vi and it's one of the words I have dumb, filtered. It's a, dumb, it's a dumb criticism. It doesn't yeah. discount anything I'm saying. It's not a like they're like, it's distracting. Why? Why? I hate Why you star-bellied star sneeches. I hate all of you. <laughs> it's yeah, like it, it, it's just like they, they're assuming that it's like I'm involved in vape culture. Which, by the way, is come and gone and just like a fart in yeah. the wind. Uh, it just is dead. Like, vape culture came and went. It does not matter. That's not why I do it. That's, it's just nicotine. I enjoy nicotine. It's a vice. Guess what, guys? And I'm an imperfect human who enjoys well, it's, vices. It's a, it's a vice and it's I, hey, self-medicating. How about that? Yeah, yeah, and I am. Let's also and point out the fact that just because we have the extra layer of us doing this on YouTube, and that's where we are getting our most noticed these days, there are many, many other atheist shows that I know of where they do that the entire fucking episode. They don't episode. mute even. They don't mute it. I mute because I hate the sound of it. Like, yeah. Personally, I hate the sound of it. I mean, an audio. Um... So I mute when I'm vaping because it's just annoying and unpleasant. No one needs that. Uh, but yeah, there are a bunch of men who do it constantly. I mean, it's smoking you can do inside your house. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know how many times I go around places and they're like, you smell like strawberries. Like, I <laughs> constantly. By the way, my vape flavor is not strawberries. 
There's no strawberry in it. <laughs> oh, that's hmm. me. But they always tell me I smell lovely. Uh, it, it's just... So guys, keep your fucking comments about vaping to yourself. It's one of those words that we have set up to filter whenever people leave shitty comments <laughs> about vaping, so... I will just subsequently delete them all, and p potentially, depending on your way that you're talking to us, uh, block you from the channel. And we're not—we're one of those places where it's like, we will block people. I don't give a fuck. There's so many people out there. Oh, if you're blocking somebody, you lost. No, 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 we, no. We that's regularly not how it works. block people. You—you you are obviously not capable of handling this technology where you can talk to other people like another person by acting like a person. You yeah. are a fucking troll, and we <laughs> yeah. are going to remove you. Come at we me don't, with my we ideas, don't, darling. Yeah, we don't need to listen to you. How about that? Uh, and I don't want to. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, but how many... How many of these dude bros criticized Christopher Hitchens for his smoking cigarette on stage, publicly, constantly. in interviews? That's what I don't get. Constantly. Yeah. That's what I don't get, is that it's not smoking. You guys would be bitching if it was cigarettes, or probably not even bitching if oh it was cigarettes. Well, hang on. The I fact is, the fact is, Felicia, the, the fact is that they're going after you primarily in every one of these comments. So yeah. that tells me everything I need to know about these people. Uh huh. Uh huh. 